Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, CK. Hey, Daddy. I was just wondering when I can see you again. Give me a call and let me know. Hey, TK, it's Carmen, baby. How are you? I know you're busy, but I miss you, papi. Te quiero ver. Hey, TK. I'm calling you. I was thinking about you. I'm hoping that I get a call back. It's been on my mind. So, um, you know, it's your girl from Detroit. Give me back when you get a chance, okay? Talk to you later. What's up, everybody? It's comedian T.K. Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. T.K. Kirkland is the philosopher. T to the motherfucking K is my philosophy. Hello? Yeah, what up? T.K. Kirkland. T.K., T to the motherfucking K. What up, family? I fuck with you, TK. I didn't think you was gonna call, but you a real ass nigga. You, you called. That shit crazy. Yeah, I'll get around to it eventually. But shit, let me just kick it to you. So, I got a little chick I've been fucking with for a minute. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? How long has it been? Cool. Well, not really. We've been we've been fucking we've been fucking around since October. Okay, so it's not even been a year. Not even a year. You know what I'm saying? She got a good she got a good job. You know what I'm saying? She works. She'll go to work. I got a job. I got a pretty good job. We're making about 16 hours. I'm 22. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. hey, you give me a lot of motive. I'm gonna, we going to talk about that later, but I'm going to continue the story. Okay. But, uh, so, yeah. And uh, but recently, you know what I'm saying, she's been coming over, kicking it more, and she's been bringing her mail with her, and I've seen... That she uh that she got a whole bunch of credit card bills like she mm-hmm. owes like thousand dollars. I'm like, damn, we only 22 years old. How did yeah, this going work? Right. <laughs> so uh, you know, I I put on some like credit repair shit. You know what I'm saying? Because like you said, don't destroy a bitch, build a bitch. Mm-hmm. So I well, that's not your responsibility. Shit. What I meant by don't destroy if you was dating her. Don't destroy a builder. Now, what you're doing with a woman that got destroyed by another nigga is that you are what we consider community service. You're helping the bitch. That's like, that's really helping somebody. You know, so the point that you got to remember is do you really want that responsibility? Do you really want to take on the added pressure and putting together? And you're young. You got the, the, the stamina and the strength to do it, whereas men who have been through a lot, may not want to deal with it. And men who don't have nowhere to stay, who want to live with a bitch, will have, um, will want to do that. Your situation is, what I'm hearing, this is going to come out of the kindness of your heart. Yeah. You know, because you being 22, uh, you still fuck a different women. I'm keeping it, I'll keep it real. You like this one. It's not about her you really like. So even though that you kick with other women, make sure you wear a condom because you don't want to bring bacteria infection to your girl. See, most dudes who sling dick don't be thinking about condoms. So what happens hey, is when you – let me finish. So when you put yeah. your dick in different women and you come back to your girl, every girl you've had sex with, you drop that bacteria into her. 
So now, a week later, two weeks later, her shit starts thinking. You have a sex in the middle. You're like, what the fuck is that smell? It's the bacteria infection. So now, somebody's going to get called out. Or you just don't care. Because some women try to wash it, they the cat, and think it's going to go away. But the, you really have to go to the doctor. And you got to get flagell with doxycycline. And then some men have to get flagell as well. Because even though if your girl cleans up, you still got the bacteria in your system as well. So you definitely need flagell. So let me give you game on the credit card situation. You said the bill is 10000 right? Yes, sir. So you could do two things on the credit card thing. You could have your girl call the credit card company and tell them that she did not authorize these charges, that she was working, she just found out about it. We don't know how to get this this card. She could fill out a police report um, and all that, et cetera, and send it to them, and they would take all those charges off. Damn. All she got to do is say she didn't authorize it. She got to make sure her signature is not on nothing. If somebody else's signature is on it, she's cool. Or, you know, if she's really bold enough, shit, I'll take it all the way and say that was my motherfucking signature. Because it's not like they're going to take her to court. They're going to send her the information. What what, what um, credit card company? Yeah, I can't even remember. I, I try to I try to send it to Lennox, some Lennox shit that my boyfriend work told me about. But she found one on her on her own where she only paying like yeah, yo. I'll go in. I'll go in and say it wasn't me. I I didn't authorize these charges. I had an ex boyfriend who was um, the beating me up and doing things to me, and I didn't offer these ride these charges. That's all she got to do. And that's yeah, exactly. yeah. they're gonna ask her questions. Well, did you did you loan the card out to you? I said nope, I didn't do it. Well, why didn't you come sooner? Because I was afraid, you know, I was afraid that he might kill me. And no harm, no foul. They ain't got you ain't got to drop no names and nothing like that. If they say, if she say, they say, um, are you willing to press charges? Yes, I am willing to press charges. But I think he left the country. He was Spanish. He was Russian. And he's gone, and I can't find him. And when I started looking for him, I realized that all this time I haven't dated him, he was giving me the wrong ID. It wasn't even his real name. Hell yeah. That's a smart-ass idea. And it's just survival. See, the world, some people might listen to this and say, oh, shit, that's crazy. But in this world that we live in, you got to take a slice of the hustle. And let me say to you what I mean by that. The government pimps his own people. They send people to war to pretend that we fight and to, to save our souls, right? Right. But there's never been a war on U.S. soil. If you really cared about people, if you really cared about Americans, the same money that we spend overseas, we could take that same money, take care of our communities, take care of the hood, take care of our veterans, and put people at the borders, more cops at the airports more um, people at these um, these places where people are coming in from different countries, and we protect our own. But the government is big bullies, and they take advantage of other people. Now, this trickles down to the states. Now, the states, 
fuck over their own people as far as with Social Security, as far as with Medicare, as far as with veterans um, getting their benefits. So they treat their own people bad. The same government who fights people overseas, when people from overseas come to America, they give them grants to start their own business. They don't have to pay taxes on these businesses for three or four years. The foreigners are smart enough to know that in three or four years, I'll put this in my cousin's name who's coming over here next week so that I don't have to pay yeah. taxes. Do you, you know what I'm saying? So you could still be a righteous person in society. You could still be a righteous person. But every now and then, if you see um, adversity, you got to outthink your opponent. And how do I win? She's like, fuck that. Let me try to make a move on this 10 right here. That goes back on my credit card. I'm good. Now, the money's not yours, but that's a good deed for you. Yep. You don't want nothing from her. You're just showing her, baby, this is how we're going to move. You're going to get that 10000 back. Let that be a life lesson. I don't want nothing from you. Just don't be letting niggas use your credit card from here on out. Because I'm showing you this just in case you're not with me down the line. Just don't let no nigga, don't let no nigga fuck you and take your money and use your credit card that you raised you. Who raised you? Exactly. She got a good mother. But she, I don't know, man, these girls, be they be crazy over love. But that's why I'm trying to show her another side. Because I know I'm right. a real nigga. I'm just trying to show her something real. Yes, sir. And, and you're going to be blessed can't for that. You? Yes, I thank you, I'm, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're going to be blessed for that. Mm -hmm. And like I said, even if it don't work out, see, the thing about being a fly-ass nigga and being a man is that you put a woman up on game, right? And if it doesn't work out with y'all, the the intelligence, the common sense you give her, she might meet the right nigga. Now, but this nigga Mm -hmm. may not have the DNA to carry her all the way. So what you're doing is you give her her knowledge again, so she teaches that man. And they could go yeah. on and live happily ever after. Because relationships is hard. You know, relationships is like a Rubik's Cube. I say it all the time. All the colors got to line up uh-huh. for it to be a great relationship. And you know how difficult that shit is. Hard as hell. Hard as hell. Right. Hard as hell. One in a few, get it done. But for you to even take this approach... To want to help her, man, I take my hat off to you. She must be a beautiful person, and she just met. And there's guys out there that do that. There's guys out there that do take advantage of women. There's women out there in the world that do, that do take advantage of men. The goal in life is, is if this ever happens to you, you have to be resilient. You have to bounce back and understand that it's a life lesson, and you move forward. You can't say, oh, I'm going to go kill a motherfucker. You can't go say, oh, I'm going to hurt a person. Um, yeah, you want what's yours to come back to you. And, yes, you're going to have a scar, um, depending on how long you want that to um, linger. But the goal is to be resilient and move on because you have to go through something in order to teach somebody. And one day you're going to be in that situation 10, 15, 20 years from now, She's going to be in that situation 10, 15 years from now. And like you said, women do look for love. 
and they were some women I know executives that have bomb ass niggas living in their home. A guy was on my Instagram earlier day. He was kind of mad because he felt like I put young men down, and I told the nigga get his life together. So obviously, you're gonna find people from time to time that will look at my show, listen to my show, and think that I'm putting brothers down, but I'm not putting brothers down. It's just one out of millions now. So sometimes you get it that. And what I want people to understand when they hear my show is that I'm not trying to put brothers down. I'm not trying to put women down. My job is to give everybody some advice that they go on. Sometimes I don't call people back because I want people to figure it out. See, that's uh-huh. my other lesson. I don't call you back sometimes because if you never knew I exist, what would you do? So the lesson right. is try to figure it out. And if I do call you, just like you, you shocked and you really appreciate Like, oh, shit, the brother really called me. That, but I want what? people to I'll, figure it out. I listen to all your podcasts, dog. Like, I didn't learn a lot just from, because I, I picked it up not long ago. Probably yeah. a month ago. I, started, I listened to all of them, dog. And it's crazy because a lot of the things that I was questioning at that time, you mm-hmm. spoke on. In the mother, I think you like a damn mind reader or something. <laughs> because even when we were talking about the back, even when you started talking to me about the bacteria infection, I've been wearing condoms on her since I met her. That's Good. just how I play it because right. I, I I'm a young nigga, so I'm trying to I'm trying to grow in life. I can't have no kids running around That's and right. I can't, you know what I'm saying? Do what the fuck I gotta do. Let's get That's to right. a point. Then we can have kids. Right, but man. Why females be want you to take the condom off? Why they be so pressured? Like, see, here's the I'm thing: when you take the condom off, it's all in the heat of the moment, right? It's all yeah. in the heat of the moment. You kissing, you, you you feel good on top of her. She feel good, and she want to take the condom off because that's the heat of the mo- that's a heat of a moment response. All right, but your money got to be right to take the condom off. You gotta yeah. have a place yeah. to live for the condom to come off. I tell men, and I even tell my son this: if you ain't even got over thirty thousand, forty thousand to bank, don't you dare get no woman pregnant. Definitely not. If she ain't got twenty five thousand in the bank, bitch, you shouldn't even have a baby. Uh huh. Oh, you got it. You got. Go ahead. Go ahead. Don't let you go there. She got what? She got ten thousand dollars in debt, and she want me to right. Kind of off. Ain't no money. Yeah, her money. That's my point, family. Right now, if we was in the office and we were doing business and we putting the numbers together to buy a company, right? We about to buy a company, and you show me the paperwork and I show you numbers, and I push it to you. I would tell you this is not a good deal. Yeah, because I would say, yo, she's in debt. You can't buy the company unless you're willing to contribute and get her back on her feet, which you are. See, once you take out the debt with what I told you, now she becomes, she's back in the black. She's not in the red. But right now, right. she's a liability. She's not an asset to you whatsoever. She's, she's just getting pussy. You're right. I got to cut all the other shit because she, she took a nigga out. Auto is purse first, ass last, and I'm gonna explain what I mean. Uh-huh. When I fuck with a female, she gotta show me something. She gotta show me that I'm worth that she worth me putting my time on, cause time is money. 
Yeah. And I could be fucking a lot of different females out here, but she took a nigga out on a trip. And you know what I'm saying? This is when I first met her. I met her one mm-hmm. day, the next day, she's taking me on a trip. So I'm like, damn, maybe this could be an asset. Maybe I could see some things with her. Right. And then that's over time, that's when all this credit card shit came about. Yes, but what she so, showed you is she got a good heart. She was just right. fucking with the wrong nigga. And that happens sometimes. So you helping her out is going to be phenomenal. And what you guys could do when we go off the air and you guys get together, say, hey, babe, listen, my man going to show us how to get this 10000 off your credit card. And I want you, I want to be on a three-way with you with him because the nigga's so smooth. I don't want the nigga to steal my bitch. But I'm going to be on right. a three-way right. with you. Yeah, I'm not going to holler at anyone, but I do have that, those, that potential. <laughs> but... <laughs> So you always want to monitor another nigga when he's talking to your bitch. You feel me? Remember this for the rest of your life. If another nigga on the phone with your girl, you got to, like, put that on speaker. What, baby? Bitch, you heard me. Put that on speaker. I need to hear what that nigga's saying. Oh, that's funny as hell. And, (laughs) And then what happens, I'll take you guys through what you need to do, what you need to say. I guarantee you, dog, that 10000 come off that fucking credit card. Ooh, that's what we need, that dog shit. I might have to let you fuck her if you do that, dog. Nah, nah, nah. I'm good, fam. You know, I'm at a place in life <laughs> that I work so hard to get to. I don't need nothing to offset this balance of tranquility and peace that I have. Because I'm in a great place in life. I say great place. Yeah, I'm at a great place. My kids are healthy. I'm happy. I'm single. Um, about to really start something really fly with someone um, eventually. But right now, you know, I'm doing this music stuff. Uh, a lot of people don't know I do music. You know, I've been doing albums for years, from Timberland's first album to the Loonies. I got five on it. To my man AMG, bitch, better have my money. To the Lloyd CD uh, player diaries, so I'm on my way out in the morning to um, Houston, then to San Francisco, uh, then to Oakland, then back to Cleveland, then Toledo, Ohio, and all this is in one week. Damn, yo. Yeah, that's. I'm trying to get it like that in life. Well, you know, it's a lot of hard work, and see, most comedians they work for someone, they work for an agent, and they gotta split their money. I do everything myself. I'm like Floyd Mayweather. Me and him are good friends, and we talk about it all the time. He doesn't have a boss. I don't have a boss. I work for me. So when you see right. me working, doing these things, no one booked that shit. I did it myself. Yeah, you know, just yeah. like I made Charlemagne the God executive producer of my show. You know, I I told him to be executive producer. You know, I'm about to drop an album. I'll make him executive producer on that. Him and my man from Blast TV. You may do this thing with Netflix, and I'm going to put them on. Because I like people who people who put you on. A lot of people say, they, oh, I don't owe him nothing, but you do, though. And what I want people to understand in life, that if someone took the time when you was a youngster and they gave you, they blew you up, or they put you on, you got to look out for them for the rest of your life. See, that's the problem with black people. 
we'll put some uh-huh. we'll put someone on, right? And then that person don't think about you anymore. They'll they'll see you out, act like they don't know you or nothing. But it's wrong though. It's just like when we was hustling back in the day, and I tell people all the time, I said, listen, if I was getting ready to go to the pen, and I on consignment gave you twenty five bricks, right? Cool. When I come home in fifteen twenty years, you can't shake my hand. Hell no, nah. the money. Look, you better have What's some up? money. Exactly. You better have some motherfucking money to the side, a lot of it, and then you're going to take the time to put me on. Just the same thing I was trying to do in the entertainment business. I was trying to put people on, but when I put people on, everybody turned their back and was trying to do their own thing. So I stopped really helping, helping motherfuckers because no one had the street mentality that I needed them to have in order for me to move forward. So there's a lot of people I think about I should have never put on because they didn't have what I think they needed in their heart to be successful. So it is what it is. They went on to be huge success. But now in life, I'm about to start putting some more people on, you know, by getting jobs. Like I'm going to start getting people jobs up in um, Oakland because I got a phenomenal connect up at Yahoo. But I want to take my time and do that. When people call me and say, hey, I need a job, I don't like helping people out like that. If you ask me for something, you're a man, I'm not going to help you because the goal is to work hard and try to achieve it. Now, if you get lucky, like the lottery, and I call you like I'm calling you, and you happen to be in a city that I got connections in, I'm going to put you on if I could do that. If I can't do it, there's nothing I could do. But I want my show to teach strong men to be better, to teach guys how to to think outside the box, how you got to hustle without going to jail, without shooting a nigga. I want to teach men right. how before you meet a woman, you got to have a job. You got to have money saved. If you if if you got five hundred dollars in the bank, or less than six thousand, you shouldn't even say hello to a female. You should let her walk by you and stay in your mind. You know what? I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna save my money. I'm gonna get a car. I'm gonna get this before I even start talking to a female. Because when you got money, guess what? You can buy a gift. You got money to so listen. Let's fly to Frisco for the weekend. See, everybody right. hustles backwards. They want pussy before they have the money. Uh, they want to approach a girl and they don't have a vehicle. The money brings all of that shit. The money brings. I told, told somebody on the, one of the shows last night, you know, I always reference a lot of different movies. And in Scarface, when that man, when, no, when, when Tony Montana told his partner, you get you get the money first, and then you get all the pussy. And that's where discipline comes in. You gotta stack your fucking money. You gotta have benefits, and you gotta stay humble. See, a lot of people get money, and they're not humble. So you come off arrogant. You come off. You come off fucked up. See, the only people I've known throughout this in the celebrity world. That stay solid was Jay Z, Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, um, Ludacris. These guys stayed. I've known them since day one when they started, and still this day they still are phenomenal people. And even though Baby don't pay nobody, 
That shit crazy. That, that nigga solid though, yo. What I mean by that is, yeah. I could be walking down the street in Miami, and that nigga be in his Bentley, him and his crew, and I'm always jogging on Ocean Drive or just kicking it. Them niggas will make a U-turn, block the street off for 30 minutes with their cars, and sit outside and kick it with me and talk. All because of ball blocking, because of what was kept real. And I can't tell the man about his business, even though I want to check him sometimes. Like, yo, why are you doing that to people, et cetera, et cetera. But all these people are grown. I stay in my lane. I wish them all the best. But it all comes back full circle to be a gentleman. And with your situation with this beautiful lady, and for you to want to do this is phenomenal, especially if you ain't fucking no other bitches, dog. That's I ain't fucking great. no other bitches. That's great. That's if great. my son, I would tell you, fuck everything moving until you about 33, 34, 35. So I commend you for that. And like I said, I heard a lot of bitches. Well, I heard a lot, my Yeah. Name. And it's not your fault. And they probably liked you, but you just wasn't ready yet. Right. You just wasn't ready yet, y'all. You know, no right. woman, no young man, no young woman should get married at 18, 19, 20, 21. You haven't lived yet. Like, that's insane to me when I hear people get married 23, 24, 25. The chances of you making it is slim. But if you, a woman goes out into the world, gets an education, gets a good job, uh, has a type of skill, you travel the world, you date, you see, when the average person looks at the Kardashians. They look at these female celebrities and say, oh, them bitches is nothing but hoes. They go from one motherfucker to the next. When you're in your 20s, really, that's what you're supposed to do. Right. You, you're supposed to date different guys to find out who you want to spend the rest of your life with. That's important because you got to find out who got good credit. you got to find out who is humble enough to take care of family just in case your ass get a divorce Will this person still be nice and take care of your child. Then men got to stop chasing ass and look for quality. Yeah, you want to have a girl with a nice ass and she's cute. You want to make sure that she's a freak in bed because these are the things that I think most men like. But the only way to find out, sometimes you get lucky, but you get lucky too soon. You get lucky at 21, but damn, I ain't ready for you, bitch, at 21. If I'd have met you at fucking 34, we could do something. Then you can be a squirter too young. You know, you get a squirter, you get a girl who's emotional, in bed, she got good credit, she got a nice car, she got a house. You might meet this kind of girl, but you met her too soon. So because she really liked you and you're not ready, now her feelings is hurt. Exactly. And like I said, it all goes back to the Rubik's Cube. Can the colors line up, yo? Now, what city are you in? I'm in Charlotte. Oh, one of my favorite motherfucking cities. Yeah, yeah. come do a show, man. Come yeah, do a show one of my favorite cities. I'm pulling up. Yeah. One of... Now, what do you do down there? I work at Lance, uh, the, you know, the Snyder's Lance that make the crackers and shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. But that so shit, you got, right? I don't know. you got, you got, no, you got a, 
Let me tell you what you got down here. You got a good, wholesome job. $16 right. an hour. You put your hours in. The great thing about Charlotte is that you got the scenery down there and everything is the tranquility is beautiful. Right. You know, and, and that's what I like about Charlotte. It's an up and growing, still growing city. You know, you got the football stadium there. I normally stay at that West End when I come through there. Um, downtown. That's one of my favorite hotels there, or the Ritz Carlton. Um, yeah, right in front of the Epic Center. Yeah, and it's just such a beautiful place. I was growing up. So, in your city and anywhere in the world, you just got to play the hand that you dealt in life, and that's a good job. Just try to find a way how you could become a supervisor, a manager. Will they pay for you to go to school? You know, because you want to enhance yourself as you work there. Because you seem like you have a great opportunity and good head on your shoulders. So talk to management and say, hey, you know what? You know, I want to start getting into management or trying to better myself. Um, do you guys pay for school programs? So they send you to school for free. You come back, you work for them. Trust me, it'll work, yo. Yeah, I had my uh, my supervisor come to me for a job at advancement. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they're looking at me in a good light. So as long as I keep that going. I should be okay. But I feel yeah. like I'm bigger than Lance. I want to fuck Lance. I don't want to work for, you know, for no, for no white man the rest of my life. Good and his well, I want to work for two own. things with you. Let's not say you want to work for the white man. Let's not do that. Let's say you just want a better job and you want to be your own boss, which is cool. Okay. All right? And I'm going to tell you why. Because at the end of the day, these motherfuckers really do run this shit. All right? They yeah. really, yeah. people could talk all the shit they motherfucking want. At the end of the day, they run this shit. The goal here is to outthink them. Right. That's the goal. How do you outthink them? All right? So that's the way you think. So the way you do it is you work there, you stack your money, you stack your money until you get a certain amount of money in the bank. As you're stacking your money, you think about what your options are as you get older. Do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? And whatever you get into, you do your research to make sure that's what you really want to do. And you go that route. But you got to have money for failure. In this case, if something goes wrong, you still can pay your rent, still can pay your car note, and it's not going to hurt. So if it takes oh. seven, eight, nine years, for you to fulfill your dream, as long as you got your money right, yo, you can withstand the pressure. Yes, you can withstand the pressure. Hold on one second. Hold on. Yeah, what you got going on, fam, is you got good intentions, but trust me on that credit card shit with that female, she going to love you, bro. I know. Um, you don't have to call you back and, and work this shit out. Oh, I can yeah. remember what you said. You, know you can still saying? remember you what did. you have. It. But what I want to do with both y'all on the phone, right, when you call me, I'm going to give you the exact thing to do to the T. Because one of the mistakes, you're done. Right. All right? I'm just letting you know. When I say done, you're not going to get in trouble. It just ain't going to happen. Yeah. That's what I mean. You know, okay. you do this exactly you right. They, yeah, you do this right. They could still take the whole motherfucking tent off, depending on what the charges are. 
So we can't get the whole 10. We're going to get half that shit taken off. Hell yeah. She going she gonna to remember me. Even if this shit don't work, she going to always point. remember a nigga. Exactly. Always. Y'all see each other in the club 10 years from now. She will always show you mad respect. And that's what I want men to understand by don't fuck them and destroy them, fuck them and teach them. And that means that you put a woman on. If it doesn't work out, you go your separate ways. But as she gets older, she'll always say, yo, he's cool. He mad, motherfucker cool. He helped me out in that situation. And that's what brothers got to start doing for our women. You know, that's what brothers got to start doing. When I hear guys want to pimp our sisters, and I know our niggas who's players and pimps like that, and I love them, but I... Like, I'm, I'm going to interview my man from Baltimore. He wants to be um, a pimp. And I, I want to see if I can change his ass and get him in point because we got to take care of our sisters. You know, they're using too much profanity. They're smoking weed too much. They don't have um, – they have no home economic training, meaning they don't know how to cook. They don't know how to change sheets. Not that all women should do that. But that's what you want to offer a man when you get into a relationship. You got to have these type of qualities. You just can't have a fat ass um, showing your ass on Instagram. Don't get me wrong, I look, but don't mean I'm gonna date you. See, I'll post a fine bitch on Instagram in a minute, but I know in my heart most of those women don't have qualities to be in the home. And what I mean by being at home, to raise a family, to keep the house clean, to know how to give a man peace and quiet as he out there busting ass coming home without any confusion. And it's probably because they might be young. And I'm saying that they can't do it. I just don't want to put myself in a situation to date that type of female. So I just keep it moving. And I'll post a cute bitch all day on my IG. And I bet you fine. But I hope and pray that you have what men need in this world. Because what you know guys don't do, they don't think about who's going to take care of you when you get old. Mm-hmm. People don't think about that. Who the fuck going to take care of me? Yes, sir. And that's why I want guys who are players to stop being players when they meet their girl. I'm going to tell you why. If you're a hustler... Or you hard work a person, you can't be a player no more when you meet that right girl. Let me tell you why, fam. I seen niggas who was players, got cancer, and they still had to go to the wife who they cheated on for her to take care of him as he was dying. I hey, seen guys. Let's talk like that one movie. That damn one movie where he got fucked up and she damn. This real life shit. And I'm talking about real life shit. I feel it with my eyes. I remember going to one of my homies' funeral. He went and his wife wasn't good. He had different bitches. He was making good money. And at his funeral, I sat in the back. I didn't want to be all up in the front with everybody. And I saw the wife as she viewed the body. Last. I know she didn't like the nigga or nothing, but because they was married, it was her duty to send him off good. But she ain't like that nigga. He didn't like her. And the side bitches was there too. Sitting, I was seeing everybody. And I had to go. I had to go pay my respects. But I want men to understand 
that being a player is good from 18 to probably 23, 24, 25. And then you got to buckle down and be strong because what else is sad out here in the world is these guys who move in with women, they break up and then they try to kill the girl or kill the girl and her kids because the girl broke up with you. Or even if she cheated on you, a man got to take it on the chin. I know that shit hurt. That's yeah, it yeah. hurt, nigga, when, when you love a bitch and she cheat on you. Like, bitch, did you suck that? Niggas always want to know if a bitch sucked another nigga's dick. Bitch, did you suck his motherfucking dick? And, and break a bitch and a bitch will break you down. We say, yeah, I did. I sucked his dick. Ah, And here's what's crazy, because most niggas are hypocrites, right? A nigga right. fucked a bitch yesterday, last night. Found that his bitch fucked it up. Now, this nigga oh. want to kill everybody. Yeah. Your bitch can't oh, be getting fucked up. Niggas is tripping, man. Niggas is weak, dog. Yeah. See, you, to be is. a player, you got to be a strong nigga. To be a player, you got to be like, you know what, babe? You did what you had to do. We cool. But you don't put your hand on a female. Yep. You don't touch her. You don't kill her. Because one of my things I tell men all the time, there's a group of college bitches graduating in June. It's a whole new team coming out here. And vice versa. You got to understand that it's a whole, ladies, it's a whole group of college men graduating in June. It's a whole new team coming out here. I just want everybody to get their money together. Like yourself, a man, you're on the right track. I'm glad that you reached out, that you actually saw the credit card situation because you probably didn't know what you was thinking, but I'm letting you know. You knew that you was about to get into a situation that was a liability. It wasn't an asset right. to you. And that's always think like that if you fucking with a female. Like, nah, bitch, you in debt. I'm not taking this motherfucking condom off. What the fuck is wrong with you? Right. <laughs> right. You got your motherfucking mind. Right. You in debt, babe. And we're going to have a baby? Is you out your fucking mind? Remember, I don't give a fuck if you on birth control or not. That's right. He just missed that shot quick. That's right. Damn. Fucked up. I'm, I'm proud of you, family. You have no idea. I don't even know you. And I'm proud of you because that's the I'm, right thing to do. I appreciate it, TK. Real shit, dog. I appreciate you even taking the time to call me, bro. Yes, fam. It took I'm you about three weeks. Yeah, it took me a long <laughs> time. It's just, but you know what I like about it? Even though I take a minute, when you hear my voice, nigga, you, you appreciate it, nigga. Like, this nigga yeah, really yeah. talk. I looked at the phone like, what the fuck? Because first I'm like, who the fuck calling me from California? Right. Like, and then I, it's you, T.K. Kirkland. Oh, shit, nigga. Hey, yeah, my whole week, Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. Like I said, I want to get back to people, but if you, I'm quite sure you see my IG. I'm in a different city every day. In a different country every In a different week. country. So I got to go to sleep at a certain time. I got to get up and work out. I got to talk to my children because they're on my future. I got to make sure that they straight. You know what I'm saying? Then right. everything I do is about discipline. 
That's why I tell people stay focused. Don't let nothing distract you. Doesn't come out trying to show pictures of me in Cabo. I'm about to show some pictures soon when I go to London, when I go to Puerto Rico, when I go to Cancun. And I always try to be with my children because I learned when I was young, when I used to fly different women, different places, I used to say to myself, I started saying to myself, why should I give a female these type of dreams when I'm not going to really be with them unless I'm married, right? So I'd rather give my daughters, my sons, the memories. So one day when I'm in heaven, my children can always say when they're together, remember when dad took us here? Remember when dad did this? And that's the most important wow. thing in my life, yo. That's fly as hell. Because now that you say that, always, every time you far as hell like that, you always with your kids. You always with your daughter and shit, having breakfast and whatnot. So I respect yeah. that, bro. Yeah, it's so important, yo. And now that they're older, we get massages together. I love taking them shopping. I love explaining to them about um, confidence. And I teach my kids. My daughters already know that if they got a house, don't let no nigga move in with them. Know how to fuck a guy. And if it doesn't work out right, keep it moving. Don't have no babies until they're about 30, 35 years old. Because I want them to travel, see the world, and save their money. Because you well, got, I don't care what nobody say, your money got to be right. Just to enjoy life. And I want parents uh-huh. to understand, you ever have a kid, remember this one I'm about to tell you. When your child turns one, I want you to put a hundred to two hundred dollars aside, not for college. You still don't have college, but this is something deeper than that. Most parents will say that they're oh my son or daughter is grown at eighteen, but that's far from the truth. A child is not grown until they're probably thirty, thirty five years old. So people who say that are just looking for an out. Because they don't want to be responsible no more. They want to say, oh, I did my 18 years. You're on your own. But you can't Uh do that. Because here's my example. Say you fill out an application for a job. Someone's coming to you and fill out an application. And they sit down. You'll say, well, how many years of experience do you have on a job? Well, normally you go with the person with the most experience, correct? So most kids at 18 probably been on their own for a year. That's not enough experience for life. Mm-hmm. I would never put a child at 18 in a place to pay their own rent, to pay their cable, to pay their car note. I make a lot of money. You make a lot of money. But we still sometimes got to find ways to take care of certain things because things happen. Things come up. Uh-huh. So a child is not grown until they have learned what I call the control, the climate of the room, know how to save, know how to pay their bills, know how to be responsible so they don't have to ever come back. So I I really feel it should be 28, 29, 30 for a person to be on their own. That's what I, I really, truly believe that because you'll be able to stay out there longer. You'll know what you want to do with your life. You'll know what kind of man you want to be with. you know what kind of woman you want to be with. And that's the thing. we got to have these talks amongst each other, our men, amongst our women. Because I'm going to start interviewing more women, too, which I did um, the last couple of days. So they'll be coming up on my show as well so they can have a voice, so they can um, hear what's going on. 
because I've been dealing with a lot of brothers. Um, and it's been helpful, man. I had a dude crying on the show, being thankful because he was living with his mom. And I told him he had to grow the fuck up because he was 27 years old and he still lived at his mom's house. But he was monitoring her, who who she was fucking, and the nigga using her for money. And I was like, nigga, your mom is grown. You yeah, really baby boy shit. Yeah, so you got to get the fuck out of her house. You can't be telling her who the fuck and who not the fuck. That's crazy. Right. That's crazy. So you got my number. You know what to do. If you need help with that, call me. Um, that part of the show won't be recorded. Um, right. All right, and we'll do what we need to do. And for the people listening, you already know, nigga, hustler. Don't ever get it twisted, yeah? I'm out here saving lives. I try to put people on the right track. But someone calls for my help. I got the type of game that can help niggas be the case. I got the type of game to help niggas get low child support payment. I got the type of game to make a nigga really love a woman and treat her right and vice versa. I got the type of game to teach a nigga about spirituality and religion and to know the difference. To my man, may your pain be champagne. May you stay focused. Hopefully you remember everything that I told you. I don't know when your show is going to air, but it air. And when you hear it, you're truly going to love it. But let's get oh, together on this um this money situation on that credit card for your girl so that way you get her back a track and take her from being a liability to an asset. And guess what? When you fuck her, once you ask that, you're going to feel even better because you're going to accomplish something. But remember one thing. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Don't take the condom off. Don't take this shit off. Don't take that mother fucker off for no reason. <laughs> Love you for life, my man. God bless you, all right? God bless you. You too. Take care, sir. This episode of The T.K. Kirkland Show was produced by Jonathan Mena, executive produced by Charlemagne the God, music by Lando Beats. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.